Good morning, good evening, good night, folks. This is your Five Tool Sports Podcast host, Woody Massey, and I'm here with all the tools today. We got Nate Parker. Hey, what's going on, guys? We got CSPN McLaughlin. What do you do, fellas? What's good? We got Brandon Lumberg, coach. Yo, what up? <laughs> and then we got the squeaky chair, who's always here and never going anywhere. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh man, guys, what a what a weekend of playoff football was. It was it was wild yeah. out there. But now we know. Now we know we're two weeks away from my favorite Sunday of every year. Don't tell Jesus about Easter. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. Well, they call it God's sport, so I think you yes. don't mind. He would appreciate the brutal violence. Uh, yes, he would actually. <laughs> he, would. he would. I think he would. I mean, read. He's I, a vengeful but, uh, god. <laughs> there you go. Right? He was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Old Testament God likes the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> yeah. It's a reminder. Um, <laughs> so we had we had a hell of a weekend this weekend, guys. We got a Bengals Rams Super Bowl matchup. Man, Joe Burrow. His legend this year has just grown. This man's cigar smoking. Why is it? I think we've underestimated <laughs> that quarterbacks named Joe are destined for greatness. This is like our fourth really good Joe quarterback. Is we've it? had Joe, Joe Montana. Yeah. Joe Namath. Okay. Joe Burrow. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing one. There's one you more. Might be Joe. on to something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joey Harrington. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. He said, wait he said, a second. He said good. That's, right. That's Joey. We should have <laughs> known what Joey. <laughs> Joe, Joe, Joe Theismann. There we go. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it didn't so. end well. <laughs> <laughs> he left it all out on the field. Literally. <laughs> Two pieces. It's still out there. <laughs> yeah. It's like Jimmy Hoffa's body, you know, under the stadium. It's. <laughs> I saw this, dude. I saw this graph of Washington football team's field. And how many like season-ending injuries have happened to players on it? It's insane. There's so many icons. Alex Smith's leg, Joe Theismann's leg. I think Antonio Brown's got like really injured there. One like it, uh, it's nuts. Did it all happen in the same spot, like the Bermuda uh, Triangle? The, like the, Joe, just... the Joe Theismann, the Alex Smith, and the one that happened this year where someone had a career-ending or a season-ending injury. It might have been Chase Young. All happened at the same spot. <laughs> that's kind of that, that spot is cursed. Yeah. 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 Jalen Hurts yeah. almost died there this year. <laughs> the railing oh, failing yeah, on him. Right. Yeah, they oh, need to wow. Yeah. Get Daniel great. Snyder out the NFL, man. We've been saying it for years. He's booby traps. <laughs> well, guys, keep it in the spirit. What's your favorite Super Bowl? I want to know, like, we've we've all lived I've never missed a Super Bowl since I've been alive. It's it's been that kind of holiday for me. My personal favorite Super Bowl is the Steelers and Cardinals. Uh, neither of those teams I was rooting for. I was going in blind. I liked Kurt Warner, so I was kind of rooting for the Cardinals. I want to see Larry Fitzgerald get one. Man, that back and forth was insane. That You knew you were in for a second half, right before halftime. James Harrison caught the interception, ran it back 100 yards for a touchdown before halftime. He come back, Larry Fitzgerald had the 70-yard touchdown pass, take that lead, and then San Antonio Holmes, Ben Roethlisberger, back in the end yeah. zone. Still the one best the throw greatest, catch. Yeah, one of the greatest game-winning catches. I saw a replay of it the other day. It was just, like I still don't believe that they made and caught that throw. Yeah, like, it, was it, was, it was perfect. It, it was, was perfect. Insane. All right, we'll see. What's yours? Uh, mine's would be Super Bowl thirty-eight, Carolina Panthers between the New England Patriots, and yeah, um, that was that was an underrated Super Bowl. 
it was uh it was an underrated uh game for sure came down to a game winning kick but you know notably what really happened during the halftime uh performance was we all got to see janet jackson's booby oh and that's so, right um, that was nipplegate I, bro i had the uh the bunny ears then we didn't have cable so i'm sitting there that was the worst super bowl reception i'd ever had and i was so upset because halftime was barely coming in and I oh. kind of saw it, and everyone else the next day was talking about it, and I had to be like, yeah, I saw it too. <laughs> this uh, is Brandon. pre-YouTube for all of our young yeah, fellas. Yeah, pre-YouTube. We were, we were out here living living in the real time. Uh, I would probably say that the uh, Falcons versus the Patriots. The 28-3. to that was yeah. that was. I mean, bro, you know how painful that was. I bet a hundred dollars with a dude at a Super Bowl party. So I'm I'm eating, getting, get drinking drinks. And Everybody talking, in the room hating on talking Brady. Talking smack to the Patriots fan that's losing whole first half. That first touchdown, second half, I was like, my ears perked yeah. up. I was like, oh no. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I knew. yeah there's no way they can really overcome literally this, i right? said that every touchdown <laughs> a lot of questionable yeah. calls in in that second half of, of yeah that, that was like ball. the lakers kings matchup where uh, the lakers got came back like 25 points it's like who's ball. point shaving someone's yeah. point shaving exactly. who's who's doing yeah, it yeah well I all mean, right that's Nate. a lot of point shaving <laughs> brandon stole yours what's your favorite super bowl uh-huh. uh so my second favorite super bowl <laughs> Is got to be the Baltimore Ravens versus the San Francisco 49ers. The blackout. That the was... blackout and watching <laughs> the Niners get absolutely dumpstered for an entire two and a half quarters of football um, before the blackout. And then all of a sudden they figured out how to play football again. But uh, the most memorable moment for me was I was in a room full of Niners fans with one Ravens fan. And I said, I yelled, hey, everybody, watch this. Kickoff return for a touchdown. <clears throat> At, yeah. And then it happened. And I was like, deuces, I'm going to go. I'm going to go home. And you that left was early? The, bro, I, I was in a room full of Niners fans. <laughs> bro, and I, I just called a kick yeah, return for a touchdown. That was smart. Look, that was one of the last few Super Bowls that we had where special teams actually played like a huge part. Special teams yeah. feels almost non-existent nowadays because we don't have the big returns for touchdowns now. Last one was oh, Devin. Yeah. That was a, that was a three-point right? game, and they the had that tu- that kick Bears, return for a touchdown. Bears Colts Devin Hester. That was a big. Oh, one. Yep. I, I remember the Desmond Howard. No, no, no. Uh, back of back course Brett Harves, no, no. Time out. Time out. This when when the Saints won their Super Bowl onside kick to start half. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that was great. That was the was, that was yeah. ballsiest call ever. All right, guys, let's dive right into some Super Bowl theme trivia that the substitute has prepared. Hey, Blakey Four, fellas, you know I got the. This is this is really good. Obviously, you know I like to take the Football Scout three sixty five trivia and kind of you know parallel it to what's going on now. So, without further ado. Who were the last two quarterbacks to lead a team to a Super Bowl win after being drafted number one overall? I'll ask it one more time. Who were the last two quarterbacks to lead a team to a Super Bowl win after being drafted number one overall? Who goes first? All right, I will, we'll kick it to Nate first since uh, Nate looks second. like he has an answer on the tip of his tongue, and then we'll kick it to... So Brandon and then what do you know what I love about being on YouTube now? 
is I don't have to police y'all. If, you know, the watchers, if the subscribers <laughs> see y'all looking down, <laughs> typing and stuff, then that's that's all we need. So I'm going to ask one more time. <laughs> so your shoulders wiggling over there, Nate. <laughs> I'm going to ask one more time. Shimmying. Yeah, right. shimmying. <laughs> I'm going to kick it to Nate and then Brandon. I think and I have Woody. both answers. So, oh, my man, who are the last two quarterbacks to lead a team to a Super Bowl oh, win man. after being uh, drafted number one overall? Nate, who do you have? Uh, Peyton Manning. He wasn't drafted number one overall. Ryan Leaf was. No. What are you? Are you joking, Woody? Wasn't Ryan Leaf number one, and then Peyton Manning was like third? No. Charles was Woodson Manning. was fourth that year. I'm pretty sure, and it was Manning sure and Leaf. Manning Leaf. Or if Leaf did get picked ahead of, it was Manning, like one of the we'll worst picks it. of all time. Yeah. If not, no. We'll Leaf is the worst second pick of all time. Second overall pick. I so, think. Yeah. What are you talking? Wait. Peyton Peyton Manning Manning was, we all have computers, anymore. but we're not allowed to use them right yeah, now. Yeah, CJ, this is you have to look up Ryan Leaf right now. <laughs> well, no, CJ's got the answer, and I guarantee it's That's fine. Right, one right, of them right, is Peyton go. Manning. Go. All right, I'm going to go with Peyton Manning as one. Do you have a second? Do you have your Wait, second? Oh, you're, you're Steve, Steve Young and John Elway. Okay. I'm going to go with Manning and Dan Fouts or something weird like that. Is a second round pick. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Manning brothers. The Manning oh, Eli! <clears throat> Darn it! Well, he was great, traded. Great job, Nate. Uh, great job. Get my own team, damn. We've been having <laughs> these episodes on YouTube for two weeks, and Nate, it's two and zero. Oh. You got last week's question hey, right as well. Well, I got I got half a point, so I'm still like second. Brandy got half a point. Down Steve there Young, John Elway. That was a good guess. John Elway was a former number one pick, um, and he did win at least one Super Bowl. So you're not wrong. So look, so um, again, Nate, you you were right. It is Peyton and Eli. They both have two Super Bowl rings. Peyton Manning was nice. drafted number one overall in 1998 out of Tennessee. Eli Manning was drafted number one overall out of Ole Miss by the New York Giants back in 04. Woody, I thought you would get that one right. Unfortunately, you didn't. Um, one answer I would have kind of accepted was Drew, Drew Bledsoe was drafted number one overall in 1993. He did win a Super Bowl with the Patriots. However, oh, he didn't yeah. lead them to the Super Bowl. Right. Then a few other guys who uh, were number one picks and who's made appearances in the Super Bowl, 2003, Carson Palmer out of USC went to the Super Bowl um, with the Arizona Cardinals. 2005, Alex Smith, number one overall pick out of Utah, uh, played for the Urban Meyer team, went on, uh, appeared in a Super Bowl with the Niners, yet Colin Kaepernick was kind of behind center. Cam Newton, number one pick in 2011 out of Auburn. Oh, he appeared yeah. a in a Super Bowl too. with the Panthers. And then Jared Goff. 2016 oh, out of California. Yeah. He's appeared in one, did not win it, however. And then historically, got some notes here. John Elway, Brandon number Cooks one pick. <laughs> yeah, or, or yeah, we, we could kind of put it on Brandon Cooks, but uh, where's Jared Tom, Goff now? Tom Brady's fault, um, as usual. Jared Goff's on Nate's team. Historically, you have John Elway <laughs> was drafted number one overall in 1983. Troy Aikman drafted number one overall in 1989. 
And then just a couple other names out there. Terry Bradshaw, Jim Plunkett. They were drafted number one overall. Uncle Terry. Super Bowls. And then I like to bring it all back. So the matchup we have for Super Bowl 56 this year, we have Joe Burrow, former number one pick back in 2020 out of LSU. And we have Matthew Stafford, former number one pick in 2009 out of Georgia. So this is... Uh, I don't know if this is a first, but between one of these two guys and Matthew Stafford and Joe Burrow, they will be able to to state claim saying, hey, we were one of a few number one picks to actually lead our team nice. to a Super Bowl. That's dope. That was, that was a good that was a good trivia. I'm, I'm out here living in the past. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> so am I. All right, y'all. Let's talk about one. Well, thing. You are in Virginia. <laughs> It's fair. Good old Commonwealth. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's talk about one thing before we move on to the coach talk today. Uh, Antonio Brown, his iconic glove throw, the the glove, not the jersey. The jersey, someone's keeping the jersey so far. But the glove has shown up on an auction block as one of the most iconic pieces of NFL memorabilia ever to be sold. How much you throwing down for the glove. It's currently up to three hundred and ten dollars. Yes. That's twenty-four hours. Okay, I was about to say three hundred and ten dollars. Yeah, that's about all it's worth. I mean, I, I, I bet it gets up to a grand at least. I, I bet it gets up to a grand too, but no more than ten k though. Yeah, and, and that's that's on the high. I mean, look, he was upset and he threw his glove in the. I mean, yeah, it wasn't just his glove. Now the jersey, I pay a little bit more money for, right? Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. watch it. Last game worn jersey, maybe ever. Still has to sweat. <laughs> Still so got take his DNA. You can take his DNA off that. And I don't know. Oh, God. create a clone yeah. or something. That's what See, I would try to do. He should have just gone full pantsless. Just the jockeys doing the jumping jacks in the end zone. That would have that would have pushed it over the edge. No yeah, one would have ever forgot that. that. He would have liked that. I would have loved it, man. Still would get. It. He would get signed anyway. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> All right, guys, let's talk coaching carousel the man finally made the jump we've seen him tease the colts we've seen him fail with denver and uh also watch side note great video with uh dj johnson the the denver running back where apparently the broncos got busted for videotaping practices and they were six and oh to start that season and then they ended up being eight and eight for the rest of the year after they got busted with practices mm. he said they were coaching him like run to this block this pylon and you will get an interception if they do this during the game and they he's they were just straight up cheating so josh mcdaniels he finally has left the nest little birdies out the nest he's flying he's a little little gimpy legged but he's he's out there he's in las vegas now how do you guys feel feel about this hire i think i feel great mcdaniels has probably obviously grown yeah. And, and look, you need that Patriot way out in Vegas after everything we saw happen this past year, yeah, right? So true. from that standpoint, you do need someone who's going to adopt kind of a, a strict mentality and it's going to instill discipline in that team. That, that I don't know the roster has talent guy. on that. I don't know if it's he's that guy, though. He gives me major Lane Kiffin vibes. Like he's Jay Gruden vibes. Like, you could nah. be right. I mean, Vegas brings out the worst in everybody, as we've Maybe. seen. So you're right. <laughs> My biggest thing is what does this do for Derek Carr? Because Ooh, we've that. seen we've seen what McDaniels can do for a short passing game. 
and getting guys into rhythm. I don't think yeah. Carr's ever had that. A guy that can get people open really quick. Yeah. And and I, I think the the one time Derek Carr we when we can say, okay, he had a really good run game and a complimentary offense was the year um when it looked like he was gonna win MVP and he broke his leg towards the end of the season. So yeah. you know, I think this McDaniels coming in is great for him, but you know who it's great for? It's great for Jacobs and that run game because that run game has been non-existent. We know John Gruden, he had right. his hat on running the ball, but since he was in Vegas, Vegas hadn't been great at running the ball. So now right. we may see some added efficiency and some success on the ground with Josh Jacobs yep. there. You're yep. actually leaving someone out who I think is it's best for, and then someone who I'm definitely going to be targeting in fantasy next year, Darren Waller. The tight end is the centerpiece of that offense, and he's – that's part of the big reason probably McDaniels came out and was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got Darren Waller. Okay, cool. I can work yeah. with that. Now you guys kind of bring it to my attention. There's even more parallels than what we initially thought. You think of New England Patriots and McDaniels' um, style of offense and Belichick's style of offense. You have Darren Waller, so you got your legit tight end. You have your legit pieces in the backfield. Now maybe you want to go out and get a pass catching back. But maybe Kenyon, Kenyon Drake. Drake can yep. fill that role, right? But then um, you got Hunter Riffro in the slot. Ooh. So it, it, it's all yeah. there. The He's pieces like, is there. And then you have Derek Carr, who is one of the most accurate passers when it comes to the short and intermediate stuff. So, and then you got one of the best young deep threats in Henry Ru Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Um, yeah, so Josh McDaniels to the Raiders. Um, do we see the Raiders – capitalizing on the season they had last year or more of the same? I see them first year probably more of the same. Uh, I think they're going to be a lot better. I, I like the whole Derek Carr. Like, you're getting a veteran quarterback in, in an offense that, like, you guys just pointed out all the factors that are going to work. Uh, you just bring in the Patriot offense. You plug and play Renfro and Waller, and you just go. You draft a receiver. You get maybe a free agent guy which could be Devontae Adams. The relationship between Devontae Adams and, and Derek Carr in college, it's there, so there's still a relationship um, opportunity for them to kind of work together potentially, and I think that'd be a way to lure Devontae Adams in as well. So, I mean, you could see some stuff happen here, but I do think Green Bay is going to try to franchise tag him regardless, so we'll yeah. see how that goes. Yeah, cool. I, I agree with Brandon there. I, I think they do have an opportunity to move the needle to, to get better. But um, I know a guy. The Vegas Raiders are a lot like the Dallas Cowboys, right? It, it, it's just always you always want more and they always just give you a little bit less. And so from a betting perspective, I'm going to say expect more of the same until they give me more. And we see that with McDaniels. Teams like the Raiders, teams like the Cowboys, you can never give them the benefit of the doubt is basically what I'm saying. Um, but I mean, hey, the pieces to the puzzle are there. They just got to put them together. Yeah, who's the DC going to be? Dan Quinn. He's not leaving Dallas. Is the NFL learning? <laughs> like we've seen this already. Well, it, what it came down to, or what I think it came down to, I've said it before. Jerry Jones will pay his assistant coaches, like head coaches, to get him to stay. Yeah. Dan Quinn. He's been on record saying how much he enjoyed his time in Dallas, um, being a coordinator again. He 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 refound his love for the game. 
Um, and so all of that. Micah Parsons a, helps. A, Micah Parsons <laughs> helped. Jerry Jones checkbooks <laughs> helps as well. I love so, football again. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but look, this is this is huge for Dallas. You know, continuity in the NFL is a big thing. You don't want to have to have a lot of turnover. Every offseason, you got 15, 20, 25 guys on the roster who might not even be back next year. Last thing you want is for that turnover to affect the administration and the coaching staff, too. So, you know, yeah. if you can keep your coaches and, and your, your roster together, then, you know, it's a it's a good sign. That's why Tampa Bay came into this year as the early Super Bowl favorites, because they brought everybody back, the staff, the players, the everybody. So. Jerry's over here giving offering Kellen Moore the world. He's like, just wait till Mike leaves. Okay, we got two more years. I'll give you two Papa John's franchises. <laughs> Jeez. That's how Jerry made his money. Y'all know that? He owns like 300 Papa John's in Texas. That and I mean, oil. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, oil. Yeah, but the, he makes buku money. Is that the off. business he's in? Yeah. Is the yeah, oil yeah. business? Oh, that and Papa John's. Papa John's is made so a massive his, amount of money. His, his family John's. money comes from oil, but yeah, he. I mean, he did. I mean, he did grow as well through Papa John's, among yeah. uh, amongst other things. Bengals versus Chiefs. How sweet it is, as Walter Payton used to say. Man, this was just great football. This this game, like you you know, one of those games. Your team's out. You're looking at this. You're like, man. Oh, I've been spending all this time covering this this season, and it's been a long season. My team's out of it, but then a game like this. Joey Burrow shows up, swagged out, hair gelled back, jacket on, gold chain, ready to play, looking like a white Sinbad walking out the team bus. <laughs> and then Patrick Mahomes, he comes in, and, like, everyone's written him off already. Like, the fact that the Chiefs, I mean, Nate, congrats – to Nate, he called both these games correctly. I said that the Bengals would cover, but I thought the Chiefs would win by a field goal, but it was the other way around. Guys, what's your thoughts on these games? Nate, you called it 2-0. What did you think about this game? I, I enjoyed the game. Um, I, I love the adjustment that the Bengals made on defense in the second half. First half, they played two high safeties. Second half, they adjusted, played one high, uh, and the, Chief, the Chiefs didn't adjust to that because the Chiefs had seen two high safeties all year. Uh, that was the quote unquote the shared playbook that was going to destroy them because they watched they watched the Bucks do it um, in the Super Bowl and uh, it didn't work. Chiefs adjusted and were just dumpstering the Bengals. The Bengals adjusted and the Chiefs really didn't do anything in the second half. We saw Jamar Chase, his athleticism and how important he is as a dynamic player for this offense. But man, how impressive was T Higgins boxing out those corners? Turning inside mm -hmm. all game. Like they yeah. just couldn't get around him. That man is gigantic. Joe I mean, Brandon called it preseason. Yeah, T. Higgins, was T. All T. Higgins is T. Higgins is a legit number one. Yeah. He is really good. You and add they, in Jamar Chase. Yeah, they have two and number ones on that. Tyler Boyd is no slouch. <laughs> like no. he is good, they're gonna need him. Now, one thing that I am worried week, about two see, weeks from now. Uh Uzama, he left this game. And yep. as we've seen, Uzama throughout the playoffs and towards the end of the season became a big part of this offense. Yeah. He was he's very underrated. Joe Burrow looks for him across the middle a lot. Their backup came in and he made some decent catches, but he just, you know, Uzama was a legit threat across the middle, and it looked like his season is over. I don't think we've we know yet. I'll look it up. But uh see, what do you think about this game? He was crying. Um, Great game. It was back and forth. Kansas City looked like they were, you know, 
gonna route Cincinnati early, just like back in week 17. But mm-hmm. you know, since Cincinnati, they kept their head down. Joe Burrow is, I mean, he's just phenomenal, right? It's just right. great leader, makes all the plays uh when you need them. Uh Kansas City sacked Joe Burrow four times. All right. That offensive line was a problem coming into the game. It's been a problem all season. Joe Burrow was one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the league this year. Maybe it was the most. I think so. And yeah. that's what's impressive about all of this is because when we start talking about franchise money and paying these guys and talking about quarterbacks who's going to lead us to the promised land, you pay quarterbacks like Joe Burrow big bucks because they can overcome certain things. And to have Cincinnati in two weeks in the position to win a Super Bowl – after getting sacked and hit as much as he has this season, it's just, it's downright incredible. I mean, it's, it's incredible. We can't give this man, Joe Burrow, enough credit. And I'm not going to lie. I love Joe Burrow. I didn't want to give him any credit until we got to this moment. And now all that credit, everything that we're saying about him, it's due. It's dude. It, it's just phenomenal. It's his confidence level. I mean, this is yeah. a dude who once told a reporter that he guaranteed that he could score 15 points in the NBA right off the street. He could go in, play an NBA game, and score 15 points like it's nothing. Like he just has that kind of confidence. His leadership. We talked about it. You know, the the leadership at the quarterback position and the difference that that makes for any team. Uh, we talked about that with Tom Brady, the comeback that they had a week ago, and. Even though they fell short, that team never really gave up. They kind of embody the spirit of the quarterback position, which is the ultimate leader of the team at the end of the day. But I do, I want to point out, this This is a tweet that uh, front office sports had dug up, and I had seen this yesterday. But in 2013, a 17-year-old Joe Burrow reached out to a recruiting analyst, hoping to get more attention as a quarterback. His career path since then, transferred from Ohio State to LSU because he was the backup to Dwayne Haskins. Um Uh, Won the starting job at LSU, won the college football national title, won the Heisman, drafted number one overall. Now he's taking the four seed Bengals. Right. Yeah. 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 Now he's taking the four seed Cincinnati Bengals to the Super Bowl. The tweet, the actual tweet from Joe Burrow. I was wondering if there were any specific camps I should go to to help get my name out there because I'm not really getting any attention. Wow. That's wild. That's crazy. And and then he throws for 60 touchdowns to six interceptions and 5,600 yards his last year at LSU wins the championship. Like, oh, man. I mean, and and honestly, it took him two years at LSU to win a national championship. Two years now in Cincinnati, here he is. And we got to give the Bengals uh, credit here for being hip to it, though, because, like, they drafted this man. They trusted their franchise in this man. They went all in. Joe Burrow, like I knew I loved Joe Burrow when I read last season in the offseason that he was at every single free agent meeting. Trey Hendrickson, he was there with uh, Reef, the uh, tackle that they signed from Minnesota. He was there at the dinners pitching them like, yo, come here and play with me. Like he's he's one of those infectious players like dudes want to play for him because he carries himself like that. And one last dude I want to give credit to because, man, it's just nice to see these types of things. Joe Mixon has weathered a lot of storms. Like he had, he had that incident in college that it just, you know, it didn't go well. People wondered whether he was going to get drafted because of that. The Bengals took a big risk 
and got a lot of heat for taking him in the second round. And he's been nothing but a great player and a great asset to that team. He's lived through four losing seasons right before this with the Bengals and a full rebuild. And now we see this man as a bell cow back starting in the Super Bowl. I just love seeing stuff like that. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, look, this is... This is a wonderful moment. Like you said, Joe Mixon, I feel like all four of us here, we understand the talent that Joe Mixon has, right? Like we've all played fantasy together for the last, you know, handful of years. And Joe Mixon, as far as talent, there's not too many running backs in the league that are more talented than he is. And so it's good to see it all finally pay off now. For sure. But let's talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, man. Yo, I got a stat for y'all. Andy Reid. Three and five in championship game, conference championship game. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. I don't, oh, I don't, no, wait. I don't excuse hate me. It. Three and eight. I'm sorry. Oh. He's, lo- he's, I mean, he's I bet you five. wish your giant, I bet you wish your giants were getting there like that. Oh. Yeah, I do. I do. But he's lost five as a favorite. I, I mean, look, Kansas City here, there's still a dynasty, right? Whenever you can get down to the final four of, of you know, at the end of the season, it's look only one team ends the season happy but i think if you can get down to the final four it's something to build upon and you still got patrick mahomes there you still got tyreek hill there you still got travis kelsey there none none of those guys are showing any um you know like they're not slowing down but something that's alarming here is clyde edward Hilaire. you know he carried the ball six times Mm -hmm. uh Jared McKinnon was their number one. And he yeah. carried it 12 times. So I'm just curious to see um, how the Kansas City, uh, how, how that backfield shakes out. Because, again, they still didn't run the ball uh, this year. And I thought that they would as much as they invested into that offensive line coming into the season. So Darrell Williams was their best back this year. Yeah, by far. <laughs> by far, far actually. Yeah. With his pass, pass blocking and receiving skills, by yeah. far. Average runner, but he got the job done. Uh, one thing that I I thought I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast last night uh, is his Monday gambling roundup, and he made a great point that I started thinking about. There's a question here for Mahomes' legacy. Like he's been to these. I don't know if it's going to be that easy for Mahomes now because if you look at the landscape of the NFL, the AFC has all the best quarterbacks. Like besides Dak, if Aaron Rodgers comes to the Broncos. Yo, you got Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, like Deshaun Watson. Yeah, the, the, the list of uh, – uh, But look, but uh, you're right, about, Woody. you denying Justin you, Herbert? No, 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 no. He's not no, top no, no. five yet. He, he's – exactly. Yo, yo, y'all are crazy. No, Woody. He's got to get He's got to get to the – get, get Whoa, me to the AFC title game at least. And, until, until some of those names that you stated do a little more, but right now the AFC landscape is Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. It's not Lamar Jackson. Uh, Josh it's Allen. Not, Josh Allen. After, not, after that championship. It's not Justin Herbert. How many Super Bowls have Josh Allen been to? Exactly. My point. That's really Patrick true. Mahomes has been to multiple. Uh, Joe Burrow has been seconds. to at least one now. So in my Time mind, out. it's a two-headed Time race right now. And, that's and, it. Un, it's until it's someone else wants to throw their name in the pot. Hey, head timeout. I like the argument, though. That, that you, I, I agree. Like, argument, valid. Josh Allen isn't. Josh Allen has to be in that conversation. Number one, football's a team sport. You have to play both sides of the ball. Quarterback can't play every position. Josh Allen, Josh Allen 
proved in the game against the Chiefs that he is he is right there in the conversation. He didn't touch he didn't touch he didn't touch the ball after after he scored that touchdown to give them yeah, the lead with 13 Burrow seconds deb- remaining. So Burrow like if you're going to fall like you can't, that. Yeah, like, but Burrow had a good defense. It's a smart defensive plan. I mean, I mean, honestly, man. I like the Bills. I like the Bills. But that's how they won. I, they got I, the ball I, back. I dis. I disagree. I disagree with the play call. Like I disagree with the play. The Bills play calling at, at, at the end of regulation. Yeah, that was last week. Right. The, I, I get it. I. But you're. Hey, you're the one that brought up. You're the one that brought up quarterbacks in the AFC, and you said Josh Allen isn't in the conversation. So I'm. I got. I'm just defending him. It's Patrick. Oh. Okay, so the Chiefs, Joe Burrow, right, and then it's it's Josh Allen. He's 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 right there. It's it's one A, B, and C. Bro, the how Bills how when two of them have, have went to the Josh Super Bowl? Allen over Joe I've got how? my homes. How do look? If I was starting a team today, and I had to choose between Josh Allen and Joe Burrow, Nate, I think it would be a, a hard selection, and I think I might go with Josh Allen, honestly, but. Just based on history, what we've seen. It's just bigger, faster, stronger. It's it's do, Joe Burrow and it's Patrick Mahomes, man. You, and and Josh the, Allen is right there nipping on those sure heels. But until he gets a Super Bowl appearance. Time out. Who has more weapons? I'm not – this is – like, the Bengals have a better offense. Bills they've got Jamar Chase. They've got Joe that. Mixon. They've got T. Higgins. He's got Tyler Boyd. And they won four games um, last year. They didn't have Jamar Chase. Like, I'm not. I'm not Joe discounting. Burrow. I'm not discounting Joe Burrow. Right. Joe Burrow played amazing. He is. He is a top three quarterback in the NFL right now. It is a one A B and C. Mahomes, Burrow, Allen. I thought he was top five last week. It's a debate Everybody that we're going to see. Me dumb. All y'all must. Who? Joe Burrow? <laughs> I agree with you, Brandon. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what you're talking about. I I said he was top ten, he's, but he's definitely top. He's five top now. ten for sure. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's top, top five. Three. That's it. Like you know what I love? I love the parody in the AFC now. Literally, here's what it comes down to: you can flip a coin to determine who's going to win the AFC right now. So we talked about the Chiefs. Are we worried about the Chiefs taking a step down? Teron Matthew is a free agent. If they lose him in free agency and can't find the cap space to keep him, he is the heart and soul of that defense past Chris Jones. He's the only reason that they have success in the secondary. Not to mention Patrick Mahomes' 10-year, half-a-billion-dollar deal that he signed a couple years ago. So oh, does that kick in this year? I don't know when it kicks in, but at some point, it it's going to be hard. They're going to be doing it like the Saints. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I think Woody, Woody, before the game AB's against the Bills, there. before the game against the Bills, I would have agreed with you. Tyra Matthew went out, what, five minutes into the game? And the Chiefs defense played really, really well without him. I mean, they ended up getting scorched. Yeah, that's at the a, a week, though. We're 17 games in a season. That that Chiefs defense isn't going to be better for an entire season without the Honey Badger, unless they get a replacement there. I mean, let's be real. That Gabriel Davis touchdown across the middle, that's that's the Honey Badger would have been there. Like, that's just, just maybe. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes' cap hit next year is $35 million, and his dead cap Ooh. is $92 million. Uh, wasn't Kirk, oh, wow. wasn't, wasn't Kirk, Kid, wasn't Kirk Cousins 40 million. <laughs> it's going to get there, I think. All right, right, y'all. We got one more game to talk. I know these games are that good, but we got the Rams against the 49ers. And man, if I was sweating, I can't even imagine what Sean McVay was sweating on the sidelines. Woo! Hey, when, they, when they pulled up, he knows the window ahead, was closing. Oh, man. If he would have gone to a 7-0 on him in a championship game, there's no coming back from that. Hey, look, mm. it, it's it's two things Sean McVay don't give a damn about, and that's draft picks and timeouts. 
because towards the end of that third quarter, he was, quarter, just when he was challenges. Just challenging everything, oh and then they, then they, then they had to use a, a timeout that was like awful. And I'm like, man, they don't care about none of it. Timeouts, draft picks, you can have it all. Sean McVay, he's all in. Game he was game. apologizing on camera. You could see it. He was saying, "Stop, <laughs> sorry to Matthew Stafford after that screen pass down near the uh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, that, that was, was a bad call. call. That, that was, was a bad, bad call. call. Sorry about that. And That's my bad. Y'all, I don't, I mean, you know, there's, I said it last week. Mm. I said, why is Sony Michelle not out on the field more? And we saw him this week and he had the game saving Block on that blitzing linebacker up the middle and Pat Stafford through that touchdown. Boy, you will find a way to pat yourself on the back. Good, good job, mm-hmm. Sony Michelle. Great Buy me a back up. scratcher. Hey, but look, uh, you also and look, we've we've been it's on wax. You know, if you're on YouTube, check us out. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple. Woody, we had to do some convincing. You know, I think about three, four weeks ago was when he finally realized Jared oh, yeah. Goff won't answer. He's like, no, Jared Goff is the answer. And now Three, here we are. Ago. What are you talking it, about? I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating. Okay. I'm but what okay. I'm saying I is. I was like, what? Let's play along. And what I'm saying is they literally swapped out their quarterbacks. And now look at where they are, Woody. I mean, they got to a Super Bowl already. So that's. Brandon uh, Cooks dropped the game when he passed. It matters uh, so I, much. I, I, There's I, other I, things that happened. I in thought that we game. had him. I, I guess we still don't have Woody. I'm just no, saying, no, Stafford, he was Stafford came in and he changed, you know, like Brady going to the Bucks. It changes the whole Jared Goff wouldn't have won that game yesterday. No, he wouldn't have. 100 percent You're right. Stafford, got- well, Stafford, the reason why they went Stafford instead of Goff, why I, I knew it was such an upgrade. Now they have the capability to come back from behind. They didn't have that before. Mm-hmm. They could hey, hold the lead. But they couldn't come back from behind. And that's well, what they went and traded for Stafford for was yesterday. Jared Goff wouldn't have won this game yesterday because the Rams, they struggled to run the ball versus that, mm. that 49er front, right? Everyone has. In the they playoffs. couldn't run the yeah. ball at all. And so Matt Stafford had to make the throws that you need, especially in that fourth quarter, to win the game. And Jared Goff wouldn't have been able to do that. So that's, that's why Matt Stafford here, I mean, phenomenal pickup. That. You know, we're, we're patting Sean, Sean McVay on his back, you know, with this one. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, and don't mess another this up person, Bengals. Another person up. I'm so happy for is Odell Beckham Jr., man. Cause like, I, I got so Are much you? love for Odell. I do, honestly. And I, I take uh, back, it was Baker. We see that. It was I feel Baker. Like, I straight feel like up. this is like X talk. Like, you know, like, uh, you know. Yeah, I've re- we've, we've overcome our issues. Love, you know? We've overcome our issues. I feel less scorned now, and I'm happy to see their success. Yeah. You know? He made some great Beyond catches. He made some great catches, man. And yeah. he's out there, like, hyped. He really raises that off. His routes. His, he was going 100 miles an hour, too, from, he like, was. jump on some it's of those. Great. It's great. And Any, he's just anytime I saw each week. Ambry Thomas anywhere near him, I'm like, oh. Yeah, now, <laughs> I was I was a little worried about that Rams offense when Higby went down early. But this, this this new guy, this Kendall Blanton dude, he looks a little thin. Look he, he looks a little his role. thin to be a tight end, but yeah. man, he, he has some role. wiggle to him. He He's agile. Um, I was impressed Mobile. with him. I, I, he actually looks Soft like a better style. fit for that offense than, than Higby does. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> well done, Brandon. Um, no, no, I, I agree with that backup tight end. He, he showed he had some onions coming in like that and catching balls, making a difference in the championship game. And he was the last tight end on the roster, too. They were forced to go three, three wide, pretty much, because yeah. they had lost Higby and he was the only other tight end. Um, I mean, man, this Rams team, what can you say? It's been such, I feel like this Rams team has had like four seasons. 
because they they lost, started losing games. They came back. They were my they were my preseason pick. I ca- I stayed with them for consistency, but I started peeping those Cowboys. I I, I started having a love affair with them. You got another favorite team? Oh God, another one, of course. God. Hey, look, <laughs> this Cowboys is... too? No, I just thought they were gonna win. For the second year in a row, for the second year in a row, we have one of the Super Bowl participants playing in a home game. Last year was Tampa Bay yeah, that's crazy. playing in Tampa. This year it's L.A. playing in SoFi Stadium. And I believe this Super Bowl will actually be a home game for him for the most part because against the Niners this past week, um, it was a Niners home game. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. And the Bengals, Bengals are actually going to be the home team in this game, I heard, too, representing <laughs> the, as the home team. Like, oh, what? wow. That's hilarious. This is mad disrespectful. Yeah, it's great. But um, I love it. so we talked about Odell. I, th- I think we got to. See, I think you got to remove the label on Cooper Cup. Like, I think we've seen the last two weeks. Like, he's just straight up. He's just uh, he's what up. What kind there. of label did I put on him? You you said that there were a bunch of wide receivers you'd rather have because they're just more athletic. I, what I agree with CJ. Yeah, I, 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 it's probably still about six to ten guys, roughly. I, I take over Cooper. Uh, really? I don't know about six to ten. This but is I, I, this is pure dominance we've seen in two weeks. He's carried these pure dominance, pure chemistry with his quarterback. A lot Wait. of things. I'm not taking wow. anything from it, but yeah, just. Just on a on a on a look, if you're telling me like, hey, you gotta put this receiver out there on a guy man to man one on one coverage, and I have I get to choose my guy, I'm choosing DeAndre Hopkins, I'm I'm choosing Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. I'm choosing Justin Jefferson, um, I'm choosing Jamar Chase, I would have said that Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Tyreek uh, Hill. But on the big stage, uh, we've seen him make the biggest plays. Yeah, but you saw Jamar. You saw Jamar Chase do it in the game right before that. Like you make Woody, me are you sound like a hater. Every week. Woody, are you saying right, right right now? You're saying in a vacuum. You go right now. You can have Cooper Cup or Jamar Chase. Who do you take for one season? No. What are we? Are we just? Who are we going to compare? Do I need to convert a major third down in a critical moment? I'm taking the best route runner route runner in the league, which isn't Keenan right, Allen so, anymore. It's Cooper Cup. Okay, Brandon. He does make plays. Yeah. I, I'm not saying Cooper Cup's not, not a top five wide receiver. Much. I'm just saying, like, if you're, he's not the, he's not the number one wide receiver I want. There's something there, man. That's it. I'm not he, saying that. Like, he made, he's top five. This is not disrespect. I don't feel like CJR being disrespectful. It's I think, schematics, I think, man. I don't know. I think he's he needs. I don't think it's schematics. I think flowers. I think he's actually a top five wide receiver in any on any offense. I think it's schematics, but he's I, gotten I think better he is to a, a point where you could argue that. Yeah, like look, look at last week. He made the game saving yeah. touchdown. He this week he didn't. I don't. I don't want to give him too much credit catch. on that. This I, I want to blame Todd Bowles. I want to give bro. the defense. That was I'm that was give less. That, that was less. Cooper Cup, more freaking <laughs> exactly. Todd Bowles, man. Oh, zero let's not let's, revisit let's, that. Let's, remember, put, let's put our Bill Belichick on, is out there Cooper coaching that defense in that one on that one play. They said that. How do you send the house? Yeah, I think Cooper deserves a little bit more. Aaron Donald. We saw at the end of the play, it's great to see great players make great plays to close games. Like, that yeah, man just he ended that game. I think own. Aaron Donald changed the game, not with his play on the field. Obviously, he made some big plays in the fourth quarter, but there was yep. a moment in that yep. game 
Aaron Donald, he doesn't talk a lot. You saw him getting on his defense. It was huddled up. He was giving him a pep talk. And from that point on, you saw a difference. <laughs> Jimmy G wasn't able to do anything after that. Nope. They weren't converting third downs or anything. Niners right, so couldn't run the ball. I mean, <laughs> They We're going to talk about the Rams more next week. We got to close this out, talk 49ers, because they're at a crossroads here. I personally believe that is the last throw. That interception is the last throw that Jimmy Garoppolo makes as a 49 mm-hmm. They it drafted is. Trey Lance as the third overall. He's not sitting another year. Is yeah, unless Aaron Rodgers. Unless Aaron Rodgers comes out there, comes home. Be, be surprised. Aaron Rodgers, they, they didn't want him when they could have had him. So uh, sometimes it's like, I'm sorry. Up. Please come back. Yeah, it is. Jimmy G's contract is up. I'm I'm pretty sure. Uh huh. So yeah, yeah, I mean it's it's. Uh, look, honestly, depending on what their options are, I think it wouldn't be a bad idea to, to you know look into bringing him back on a one year deal if he would be willing to do something like that. Just because you still don't know what you got with um the Trey Lance. He's, he's, he's under contract yeah. next season. He is. He's an unrestricted free agent in 2023. Yeah, um, they they. But that, they I, they're going to trade him. They're going to trade him. Okay, yeah. They're going to trade him. Let's talk about spots. I mean, I obviously mentioned Cleveland. Does anyone else see another area, another team that might fit well? Well, as, as you guys have brought up Minnesota, right? Because Kirk Cousins, is is his contract is done? Or does he have one more year? I think his contract. He's got, he's got one more year. No, but it's, it's the, the issue is his contract is $45 million fully guaranteed. Oh, so yeah, he's he's there. He's not Shazam. going anywhere. Forty-five million signed up behind so the, the guard. So the so the last two <laughs> deals that Kirk Cousins signed. So Kirk Cousins, the only deals he signed with Minnesota is, are have been fully guaranteed, which doesn't NBA make deals. sense at all. <laughs> yeah. Hey, shout out to his agent, man. That's that's yeah. who needs right? the real shout out. Well, let's be real. He 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 waited very patiently for that deal. Because didn't didn't Washington franchise, franchise him like tags, two, yeah. three he played, times? He played back to back franchise tags. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a team too. Yeah, that's the another team. team we can see Jimmy the Commanders or oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. okay, that's, that's true. Yeah. You know, that's honestly, true. Carolina, Carolina needs quarterback. I can see Carolina that too. Needs a quarterback. That's, that's, yeah, that's. He I feel like coach. with the Teddy Bridgewater, they. I need a coach here. They, they've soured on the. Yeah, they might. Oh they man, yeah, it's some. It's some. Look, you, you have Cleveland, you have Pittsburgh, you have Houston. Pittsburgh would be interesting. You have, you have, we haven't talked about this. You have Tennessee after seeing Ron Tannehill struggle the way he did this year. It, that's, that's, that's a quarterback that could be on his way out. And then as we talked about, you have the Giants, which it, it seems like Day Ball is going to run with Daniel Jones again. Washington football team we named. Um <clears throat> Uh, Indianapolis has fallen out of love a little bit with Carson Wentz. So, be, so one, that's another so one, yeah. That's true. So one of the things that we might be neglecting is that Miami. the Niners can actually cut him, and there's really zero penalty. There's really no – there's no – like yeah, the cap hit. Yeah, the cap hit okay. for if they cut him is $1.4 million. That's why we expect they're going to be out of there. They're going to get a, p- a pick at least for a starting quarterback. Send him to the Dolphins. And then, look, I mean, also, I, you have Seattle. You know, we've heard so much about Russell Wilson being on the move. And, you know, so. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be another That's carousel this year. Someone called the carousel last year before all this stuff happened. I can't remember what it was. But someone said it's going to be a crazy carousel. And it, it kind of happened. Yeah, no, it's true. 
Was it you? Oh, yeah, it was me. (laughs) Um, Do we see, I mean, is this, I I hate to call this out here, but did the Niners, like, as good as Kyle Shanahan's been with his play calling, and they dialed it up in the right moments through this season. Like he did, he didn't do that. He didn't do nothing today, really. <laughs> I, I, Kyle Shanahan is still one of the top. He's oh, I, in, my, in my mind, this guy? He, he might yeah. be the best no. offensive mind. In, I can't in, do that in, anymore in the NFL. <laughs> and the injury, the injuries finally caught up to him. Hey, look, the Niners, the Niners have owned the Rams all year, and. It's true. Yeah. I didn't think they'd be where they even in the playoffs to begin. Exactly. I I didn't that team yeah. overachieved. This look, this the game flow of this game for three quarters went exactly how Kyle Shanahan wanted yep. it to. Now, I mean, yeah, we think of Kyle Shanahan as this great offensive mind, and he is, but the way that game went for the first three quarters, it was slow, kind of a defensive battle. Um mm-hmm. If you ask Kyle Shanahan, would he take that going into the fourth quarter? He would have been like, hell yeah. Because oh, yeah. the last thing they sure. wanted to do was get into a shootout. You know, you don't really have the horses to keep up with, with that Rams offense in a shootout. But, you know, if you have a chance at the end with the run game with Jimmy G, because at the end of the day, Jimmy G is a winner, you knew you had a chance. That's true. That's true. And I think the 49ers are sleeping on D'Amico Ryan's. How lucky they are that he's just a little too green, probably, to get a head coaching gig this year. That the fact that he'll be back next year, well, I mean, we saw we saw a lot of growth from him in the beginning of the season. D'Amico Ryan's defense, like there was a lot of holes, he had a lot of injuries. It wasn't it wasn't as dominant. Towards the end of the year, he had that as a dominant out. defense, one hundred percent. People yeah. were afraid; they were slobber knocking people. He should be getting some interviews for some head coaching spots right now. I think now. he is. He, he, he's gotten a couple. He's, he's, he's gotten a couple. He's on the short. He's on the short list for the Minnesota Vikings job. Ooh, yeah, okay. I mean, he's a former player. He was an All Pro linebacker. Pro Bowl, yeah. I mean, he was a tackle it, machine. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of a no brainer. I ain't gonna say to hire him, but to at least listen to him in the interview. Well, he's gonna he's gonna get a job. Like he'll get a head coaching job. And look, Eventually. Niners' future it's still bright. You know, you got Trey Lance. You got Debo locked up still for another year or two. You got Elijah Mitchell coming off uh, his rookie season. You still got Brandon Ayuk, Debo, Jawan. Need Jenny. a real number one at receiver, like a they true. Do. They do. A and true dynamic. You're gonna have a late pick. It's gonna be some receivers out there. I know we talked about perhaps a, a Drake London from USC. You know, get to oh, stay yeah, out there in California. He's an. They do a good job. They finding do. guys yeah they'll find somebody i think yeah yeah that's true all right guys before we close it out give me your initial rough not thought out super bowl pick this is your heart pick not thought out no spreads not, yet you guys haven't oh, yeah, thought it out ran. yet well no i mean we thought it out a little bit I already but... ran the whole game through my head let's talk <laughs> about it right. rams my initial uh, thing here is look Cincinnati offense Joe Burrow we've seen them overcome time and time again that bad offensive line mm-hmm. you're gonna have to game plan so much from Aaron Donald to not wreck the game I don't know if Cincinnati will be able to um, do what they're best at because they're so worried about Aaron Donald up front Von Miller on the edge um, <laughs> it's is, gonna be tough for Cincinnati this is where it finally bites them 
the not you know having the offensive line where it needs to be. They've done well for the most part, but it rears its face in in big moments. They almost got got the week before, and then the four sacks in this game. So again, that defensive line is gonna they're gonna eat. Isaiah Prince is a liability at tackle, by the way. So we'll see how that works out. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip y'all flip y'all over here and uh, whoa whoa to do what? Yeah, no. <laughs> one sec, one sec. I I think that the Rams we've seen can be beaten on the ground. And I think we're vastly underestimating what Joe Mixon and the Bengals can do on the ground here to control the flow of this game. I think it's gonna be really interesting. I think that the fact that they have T Higgins on the other side. And that Jalen Ramsey is going to be guarding Jamar Chase for the most part. I think that's going to be really interesting. I think this is going to be a much closer game than people think. And I think the NFL, as you know, conspiracy hat going on, tinfoil hat. I think the NFL knows it needs Joe Burrow to win. If Brady's leaving, they need that face. Mm -hmm. And I'm that's real. That's that's the only part of the argument. Stafford, Stafford ain't. Stafford's not it. (laughs) I, I, I rock with that part. Now the I don't NFL know if needs saw, Joe Burrow to win, <laughs> but this Rams defense it it's can still- shut down Joe Mixon and that run game. Cincinnati did they just held the 49ers to 20 carries on 50 yards? Yeah, yeah. But and, but and I'm, it, I'm and the Bengals are more basic. Point. They're more mm-hmm. basic running they the ball. Are. They're not as they're not as sophisticated. You don't they see are as much a very physical team. Direction. And yeah. the Rams can be caught off guard by physical teams. We've seen the 49ers Rams do it soft sometimes. Yep. Yeah. You know, you heard what they did in preparation for this game on Sunday. I heard the announcers say they threw the pads on on Thursday. They said, let's hit some people. Let's get ready for this game. And they were hitting. I can't wait to see if Jamar Chase can get some some run on Jalen Ramsey. That's going to be such a fun matchup. Oh, I can't wait for this game. They'll be talking about that. You know Jalen's going to start talking about it this week. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. My pick is the Rams. (laughs) You picked the Rams? I mean – it, it'll it'll I I mean, obviously, I want to see the injury reports and and things could change between this week and next week. But you said first glance, like off the cuff Rams on paper, That's they're simply just the better team. They are. They are. Hey, look, you're going to look at the injury report next week and you know what it's going to say? Toradol. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, honestly, everybody who play. is hurt is questionable and you won't know. Until... And they're going to play. I want to yeah, know. I, the main thing I want to know is, is, is if CJ Uzama is going to play. I don't think not. he is. His, his seasons look like. But you I, know what? I, I, I forgot about that. That's that's going to make that front seven in, even MCL. more of an issue to deal with. That's true. It was reported as an MCL sprain, and he thinks he's going to be back. Oh. oh as maybe. of yesterday, he thought he was going to be right. back in two weeks. But again, He's a player. He's only going to be out there blocking. What's well, going to be able to help Cincinnati against this Rams front screen game? The overplaying like, rush. Not having uh, Uzoma if he doesn't play, then you know tight end screens they've kind of become very prevalent. You use your tight end to chip, get him out in the screen game. Uh, you run that a couple times, it slows That'll the pass back rush off. down exactly. Yep. So you know all this is it. It's going to be interesting to see, but. This is the first Super Bowl that I can say I'm like super excited for. Like super Same. excited for. I'm super I mean, one of the things we, we forget about is though. that. Yeah. One of the things we forget about is Samaje Pirine and Joe Mixon played together at, in, in Oklahoma, and that backfield was all time great. Good call. Great. I forgot about that. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Football Scout 365 podcast. Uh, we got some great clips today, some great conversation. Check out our uh, other YouTube shows that we have after further review. Go please like, subscribe. Dude, those are the things you can do for us for free that we really appreciate the support. We're getting some nice momentum, and we're just going to keep running with it. And uh, as always, guys, we're going to got a ton more content coming. We're going to be seeing a fantasy show with the Jedi Master over here. We're going to be seeing some more interviews. We're going to try to get some interviews going on the channel. It's going to be a lot of football content all the time. And uh, we just thank you all for tuning in. All right, y'all. Yeah.